Welcome to part two of the Game Over podcast. Yesterday we did the Falcons. Today we are taking a look at the Chargers. And if you have that feeling of deja vu, then I'm with you. Because that exact same thing happened in both games. It was a very tightly contested contest that comes down to one or two plays. And unfortunately... We were on the wrong side. But let's give credit where credit is due. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert has got the record for most passing yards to start a career um, currently. And I was just, I just uh, X'd or post or Twitter or whatever they're calling it now. Um, how lucky as a Charger fan were we to get Justin Herbert immediately following the great career of Phillip Rivers. We never got to see them go uh, toe-to-toe. That would have been awesome to see Phillip versus the Chargers. I think that would have been a, a sight to see. Uh, Phillip finished his career with the, uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. They made the playoffs. The Chargers did not that year. And Phillip ended up losing to Josh Allen in the uh, in the playoffs but we are extremely fortunate that we were able to get such a such a fantastic quarterback so early um in a uh, in, in a draft because sometimes people have to wait 10 years before they can get that next quarterback so big ups and congrats to philip rivers and big ups and congrats to the future of justin herbert This Chargers team had very high expectations heading into this season. Where do we start? Drafting a wide receiver, number one, re-signing Mike Williams, healthy Derwin James, healthy Bosa. Hope was high at the beginning of the season. But then the reality of injuries began to set in. The difficulty of the schedule began to set in. We have not met those expectations, sadly. And even though I feel that this is a great team and the season is not lost, um, it's very, it's slipping away. Um, I grew up watching wrestling. And uh, wrestling had always such great commentators. Such uh, They brought the product to life and they had all these great sayings. One of which was, the chances are slim and none. And Slim just left town. Well, right now I'm getting the feeling that Slim is about to leave town. Um, let's take a look at our offense. Offense isn't the problem. I think that, as I mentioned about Justin Herbert, he was... 27 to 40, 323 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Austin Eckler, 19 attempts, 67 yards, one touchdown. Joshua Kelly, five attempts, 16 yards, uh, no touchdowns. Justin Herbert broke free, four attempts, 15 yards. Keenan Allen had a monster game, one of the best games, probably second only to the game that he had against Minnesota. 14 targets, 11 receptions, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler, seven 
targets, four receptions, 48 yards. Jalen Guyton. Guyton's coming on in the uh, relief of uh, Josh Palmer. When Palmer gets back, if, we can, if we're still in contention, we will have a formidable four-receiver set, even without Mike Williams. Quentin Johnson, who is he's, – he's learning. He is not a uh, – he's not Jordan Jefferson. He's not Jamar Chase. He's not one of those guys. But he's not a bust either. I, I think that as he gets better and as he learns to play the position better – you're going to see more things out of him. So, Quentin Johnson, four targets, four receptions, 34 yards, and a touchdown. Parham, two targets, two receptions, 18 yards. Parham's an XFL guy, too. Uh, Davis, another rookie, two targets, two receptions, seven yards. Um, Defensive-wise, we were held down by Derwin James, who was fantastic. Eight tackles, five assists. Gilman, six tackles, one assist. I don't like I don't like our safety getting a lot of tackles. Um, I want my linebackers to be getting the tackles. That means they're the the plays are being made upfield. No sacks on Jared Golf, and no interceptions. That also isn't good. Uh, we need to get better there um, on defense, but we gave up forty one points. 41 points to R38. If you are getting 38 points, you should win the game. 41 points is unacceptable. That's a lot of offense. And we are going to get to the offense and of the Detroit Lions, the resurgent. The <laughs> Whoever thought that in 2023 I'd be saying the Lions are a formidable team. But they are. And we're going to get to them right after this. Lions. The Detroit Lions came to LA after a bye week after dispatching of the um, Las Vegas Raiders. After I saw what uh, Jameer Gibbs did to them, I was very, very scared because I saw that, yeah, they're getting to know how to use him and uh, they didn't have their other running back, Montgomery, who came back off IR against us. So I was a little bit a uh, little bit shaken up uh, knowing going into this game. But I thought, okay, uh, Jared Golf is maybe going to give us a couple of falls in the air. Maybe we can get a scoop and score. Uh, maybe we can get a defensive touchdown like we did on uh, – or a special teams touchdown like we did against the Jets. Things like that. Th- those are the type of things that happen in your season when your season is special. And we are yet to have those type of things, and we're running out of time for said things to happen. Uh, let's get into the uh, the day of the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff, 23 for 33, 333 yards, two touchdowns. David Montgomery coming off IR, 12 attempts, 116 yards, one touchdown. Jameer Gibbs, 14 attempts, 77 yards, two touchdowns. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I call him Mumra because he plays for the Lions, Thundercats. Uh, Mumra St. Brown, two attempts, nine yards. Jared Golf, three attempts, negative two. I'm on St. Brown was unstoppable through the air. Nine targets, eight receptions, 156 yards and a touchdown. Khalif Raymond, if you're looking uh, for that Thanksgiving Draft Kings game, 
He looks like he might come up big. Two receptions for 46 yards. Sam Laporta, the rookie, four receptions for 40. Jameer Gibbs getting into the passing game, three receptions for 35. Um, uh, Williams, who uh, they have a, he hasn't been great, but he is a speedster. He was coming off a ACL injury last year, and uh, this year he was suspended for gambling. Two receptions, 18 yards. Jay Reynolds, also a great player, two receptions for 15. Uh, defensively, Khalid Joseph had that one uh, pickoff against Herbert early uh, in the first quarter on the drive. Don't hold that against Herbert. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Um, but outside of that, the Chargers did not give up a sack, which is fantastic. Uh, Anzalone had a lot of pressure, so he's a great player. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, also a beast. But, you know, the thing with the Chargers, too, not having Corey Lindsley in there is uh, that's going to help with the run game. But we got to get him back. He had a heart condition, um, something that he had to get fixed in his heart. So that's first and foremost the most important. Um, but just want him back and, and healthy and back in the fold. But overall, this was a highly contested game. It could have gone either way. They went forward on fourth down. If we stop them there, we get the ball right there, and we can go down and kick a field goal, and we're celebrating. But unfortunately, it went the other way, and uh, we're in some trouble. <laughs> we're in some trouble right now to, uh, to salvage the season. What I want to do now is I want to take a look at the playoff picture before we get to the DraftKings. So on the AFC side, um, the number one seed right now is the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two seed is the Baltimore Ravens. They would be playing the Houston Texans. They'd be at Baltimore. Uh, number three seed would be the Jacksonville Jaguars. They'd be playing the Browns at Jacksonville. Number five seed is the Steelers. They'd be playing the Dolphins. Number four seed at uh, Miami. Now, me, I always pull for the warm weather teams to get home field. Um, so closest right now is Baltimore, which is still pretty cool, even though Baltimore is still in the South, technically. Um, I would love to see Jacksonville or or the uh, Dolphins get home field. Um, there, there are going to be some games coming down. But uh, what is huge is the, uh, the Miami loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, which would give them the tiebreaker. In Kansas City, we get the home game. All right, in the hunt, we got the Bengals, the AC, the Colts, the ninth seed, the Bills dropped to the 10th seed after their loss, and then we have the Raiders at the 11th seed in the AFC. We'll go over the NFC next time. Um, that's going to change a lot this weekend because the uh, on Monday we have the the Chiefs versus the Eagles in a fantastic fantastic game. All right, let's get to the DraftKings. I did not win the $100,000. It's a spoiler. <laughs> it came close, though. I thought I did pretty good. I thought I had a good uh, good, good showing. All right, so first let's get to my team. I had 198 points, one of my best point totals of the year so far. All right, I took Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott had 41 points, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, 404 yards, 17 rushing yards, one interception thrown, and you get a three points for a 300 pa- passing uh, game. Uh, Rashad White, 
uh, who I, I I picked him two weeks ago, and I saw the production. He gets a lot of dump off passes, so I was like, I, I got to take him. Uh, one receiving touchdown, forty-seven yards uh, receiving, fifty-one yards rushing, two receptions. Jay Warren, all right. Jay Warren is the backup to Najee Davenport. They both ended up having a good game. Um, one rushing touchdown, not receiving yards, one hundred one yards rushing, two receptions. And you get an extra three point for a hundred yard game. Now this was the double Dallas CD Lamb, one receiving touchdown, one rushing touchdown, 151 yards receiving, 14 yards rushing, 11 receptions, uh, three points for a hundred yard game. Said he scored 42, 42 points. Uh, Amon Ross A. Brown, who I took against my team because I am a traitor and I shouldn't have done that, but I had a good feeling after seeing what Tyreek Hill did to them earlier this season. One receiving touchdown, 156 yards receiving, nine rushing yards, eight receptions, three points for 100-yard games. I also took Brandon Ayuk. Uh, One receiving touchdown, 55 uh, receiving yards, three receptions. Uh, McBride, who uh, plays for the Cardinals, they were playing the Falcons. Um, he had a great game with the, uh, the backup Connor Toon. I knew that Kyler Murray was going to be able to get the ball to him. Uh, 131 yards receiving, eight receptions and three points for a hundred yard game. Now, because the other players I took were so good, I had to, I had to, uh, I had to scale it back when I got Irv Smith Jr. Who had six receiving yards on one reception. And then the only money I had left was for the Jacksonville Jaguars defense who managed two sacks. And gave up 28, uh, gave up uh, 34 points, which you get a negative point for. All right, let's take, I won a whopping $12, $12 off that. Let's take, all right, so the person who won, I had 198. The person who won had 260 points. 260. Let's see who he had. He had Dak Prescott, which I did. He had Joe Mixon. Devin Singletary, who had a monster game. One rushing touchdown, 11 receiving yards. 150 yards uh, rushing, one reception, 103 points for a 100-yard game. He had C.D. Lamb like I did, but he also took Brandon Cooks, who also had a hunt. That is he. Uh, I, that frustrates me because I love going double receivers, and that's what he did. He went double receivers. But he also took Keenan Allen. Oh, no, two receiving touchdowns, 170 yards, 11 receptions. T.J. Hawkinson, I did not see that coming, even though I should have because he played the Falcons the week before. 33 points against the New Orleans Saints. Then he took uh, McBride. He took the same defense we both took the Jacksonville Jaguars. So there were a lot of commonality. The big difference was the Keenan Allen pick, which I could have picked. The Devin Singletary pick, which I could have picked, but didn't enter my mind. Devin Singletary actually was coming in for uh, Damian Pierce, who was hurt. So that was a good, that was very perceptive of him. Yeah. Ah, but great, great win. And, and that player, uh, Big Bird 27, is $100,000 richer this past weekend. Um, great job by him. That's a great, uh, that's a great pre-Thanksgiving, uh, pre-Thanksgiving win. So I hope that, uh, I hope that he gets, uh, I hope that he buys lots and lots of turkeys for the homeless or for the less, less uh, privileged. All right. So um, this week. Chargers going to regroup, going up to Green Bay, playing a cold weather game. Um, I'm tempted on DraftKings just to take a lot of Chargers, almost all Chargers, because uh, 
Green Bay's defense isn't very good. So Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Herbert for sure. Um, and then trying to divvy up uh, some of my other picks among uh, some guys that I know will get some opportunities to make some plays. But DraftKings, you never know. You never know. Who knew Damian Pierce was going to get 150 yards rushing? I didn't. If I did, I would have picked him. <laughs> That's for sure. All right. Um, trying to think if there's any other topics I would like to discuss uh, before I leave you guys and uh, watch some NXT wrestling. Um, gyms. I've been uh, I've been <laughs> I've been talking about gyms lately and workouts and things like that because I always call this time the fitness black hole. Fitness black hole is from Halloween until New Year's. So you got all those holidays. You got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's. The people aren't working out. They're they're with their families. They're eating good. They're staying inside. It's cold. Um, but that's the time where you should I always say that that is some of the best training times for me because there's really nothing else to do outside of Saturday and Sunday is the football. So I get in the gym and I try to work as hard as I can and do the things that, that I need to do to get ready for summer, which is my favorite time. So I can get out there and enjoy it and be the best that I could be. But do not lose track of your gains or what you've done all summer, all year during these during this fitness black hole. Stay focused, stay the course, and get to it. Watch Charlie Chargers and Falcons football. And enjoy yourself on the weekends, but during the week, make sure that you stay regimented and keep working hard. All right, thank you so much for listening to me and putting up with some of my nonsense. Uh, we got no dogs barking this episode. This might be a first that Tyson, Daisy, and Thor didn't, uh, didn't chime in with their respected opinions. All right, get at me how you got it. Get at me on Twitter or X, as it's called now, uh, Atlanta uh, Atlanta Podcast Network on Instagram. Um, check me out, new posts. I'm going to get back into posting that and doing some things on that. You can see all the, the stuff. And I'm, gonna, I'm trying to do a podcast every day. I'm two for two yesterday with the Falcons. Today is the Chargers. Tomorrow, we're going to get back into the wrestling on the Banging and Clinging podcast. I will talk to you then.